All righty. It's good to see everybody. If you're glad to be here, honk your horn. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. Well, we got a good crowd here, and we still have more coming in. So uh, we are so thankful that you are here today. I'm really thankful for everyone who took the opportunity uh, to help set up for this. And uh, it's really been uh, an opportunity for our church to come together and serve. And so we are so thankful for your presence. I had a short period of time just to go through and kind of see who's here, not everyone. But it was good to see you face to face. And uh, we want you to know that we love you. And uh, we are here to bring glory and honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to do that in a way today that we've not been able to do for a while. And that is all of us together. And I am so happy about that. So hopefully you can hear me. But if you are having trouble hearing me, you can also pick this up on your FM radio at 93.5. 93.5 if you're having trouble hearing. Uh, we tried it out and you can get an echo, so you may not want to use it. But it's there to use if you would like to. So, uh, Tony, was there something else you want me to mention this Restrooms. morning? Oh, yeah. Uh, there are bathrooms available, so uh, these doors right behind me, if you have to use the restroom, you can go back uh, through this way and find a restroom. Other than that, I think we will turn it over to our worship team and have a, a song together. Thank you. Morning, everybody. Morning. been a while since we've uh, got to come together. We've every week been able to have Sunday school on Zoom on Sunday mornings, but uh, we did it last night on Zoom. And uh, the subject of the lesson was our hope, our living hope, what our hope is. Um, Nick and I are going to do a song that uh, we've sung numerous times. You guys have heard it. If you would, kind of sing along with us. I know you don't know all the words, but follow with us on the course if you would, please. I've been held by the Savior I feel fire from above I've been down to the river I ain't the same A prodigal return I'm not going back, I'll never be the same, that's why I sing, and all my hope. 
Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. And all my sins are forgiven. And I've been washed by the blood. There's a kind of thing that just breaks a man Break him down to his knees God, I've been broken more than a time or two Yes, Lord Then he picked me up And he showed me what it means to be a man Come on, you see Oh, my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. Sing with us now, come on. Yes, all my sins are forgiven. I've been washed by the blood. One more time. All my hope is in Jesus. Thank God my yesterday's gone. Yes, all my sins are forgiven. Oh, I, I've been washed by the blood. so much for that. We are going to have some more music, but for now we're going to talk about announcements a little bit. Uh, we've got some exciting announcements coming up, so you want to pay attention. And you'll also be getting some information in the mail about our upcoming services. You know, I realized uh, that when I first came to Freedom Baptist Church, I made a particular effort to try to learn everyone's name. Now I realize I should have recognize what you drive rather than your names because I look out and I see a lot of cars and I'm not sure I, I know who everyone is but if you are a, a member of Freedom Baptist Church if you are a regular attender or if you are a visitor we want you to know that you are very welcome here today and uh, we love you we want to serve you in how in whatever way that we can and so uh, yeah uh, that's pretty much it for that part of that but let's go on to some exciting announcements. Uh, next week, we're going to, weather permitting, be doing this right here again. Uh, so all you have to remember is 1030 West Richland Center and show up. Maybe it'll be a little bit cooler. Uh, if it does rain, we'll have to think about doing something different. But then on the 21st, I know you guys have been kind of yearning for this, but the 21st of June, we're going to have services back at the facility at Freedom Baptist Church. So uh, it's gonna be a different kind of service. We're gonna to have to do things that we maybe don't normally do in order to ensure the safety uh, of everyone. Uh, there may be some of you who do not come back right away and that is okay, amen? That amen. is okay if you decide not to come back, if you have a, some kind of underlying health issue and you decide not to come back, that is fine. We will continue to re record the services 
and make those available to you on the internet or DVD or however uh, you want to be able to see those or hear those. And so I hope that's exciting news. Uh, we'll have more information for you that's coming in the mail or by email. And uh, so, but I just wanted to announce that. So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we continue on with our service. Ask him to bless this service and also to bless uh, Freedom Baptist Church. Father, we are so thankful that we could be here today. Thankful that we uh, are doing something that is new, that is different, that we're getting out from our homes and we are uh, seeing one another, engaging one another in conversation. Uh, I'm reminded that we still need to practice uh, safety and make sure that uh, we're doing things properly. But ultimately, you are in control and we are trusting you. We're thankful for the opportunity we have to kind of come back to the church. And the church has never gone anywhere. Uh, but once again, to gather at Freedom Baptist Church is going to be a blessing. And uh, so we pray for that. We pray that you would give us wisdom as there are things that still need to be worked out. Uh, and we pray that you would guide and direct us. We pray for our nation. We lift it up to you. It's it's so sorrowful, so sad to see our nation the way that it is right now. And we pray that we would experience peace, the peace that Jesus Christ brings. And let that message go throughout the whole nation, the whole world, that we can live in peace if we put Jesus Christ first in our life. And so this is our prayer today. Glorify your name today as we study your word and pray to you. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. We've been uh, having some lessons about discipleship training and going out and sharing our faith. And uh, we teach our kids at church to sing songs, uh, to not hide that faith, to shine their light not hide it under a bushel. We're going to sing that song, just like those kids do. I'm going to let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, Lord, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel, Lord, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Satan blow it out, I'm gonna let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out, I'm gonna let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, this little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Yeah. Thank you, Freedom.
I hope you had an opportunity to bring your Bibles today. Uh, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 5, looking at verses 13 to 16, uh, actually 13 uh, to 8, 16, yeah. And uh, you guys are in the sun, right? You guys are in the sun. I am still barely in the shade, so this might tell you how long this sermon's going to be. <laughs> but it's an important one for us. We are to be the salt and light in a fallen world, amen? We are to make a difference in this world. We are to uh, live in this world, be of this world, in the world, but not of the world. And so we're going to be talking about that today because Christians are supposed to be different than the rest of the world. I hope I could get an amen on that. I know it's difficult to hear it, but we are supposed to be different from the rest of the world. You are called by God to be different. And we are called to make a difference in this world and out in our culture. We are not to blend in, but we are rather to stand out as a witness to the saving power of Jesus Christ for his glory. We are to be holy. That's what that word holy means. It means that we are to be separate. We are to be unto God. We are not to be of the world. We are to be of God. And so we are to be separate. We are to be holy. We are to be pure. Now our scripture today happens to talk about this. We're looking at Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 to 16. So let's open our Bibles and look at that really quick. Here's the word of God for us today. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under somebody's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Let's pray. Father, we thank you once again for the word of God. We thank you for its clarity. We thank you for its convicting power. And I pray today that you would demonstrate its power in this group of Christians and visitors that you have called to be here today, that they would hear the word of God and that we would not only hear it, but we would become doers of the word and practice what we learn here today. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. I told this story once before, but uh, my very first time coming to Freedom Baptist Church to preach, I, hadn't, I, I had gotten the directions and of course I put them into Google Maps or Apple Maps. I'm not sure which one that was. And uh, as I was going north out of Noble on Passport Road, I looked off to the left, and uh, once you get out two and a half, three miles, you can see the church very clearly from a distance. It really stood out with everything that was behind it. This is an example of what we are supposed to be to the world. The scripture says that we are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Freedom Baptist Church is that church on a hill that makes a difference, that is uh, evident, that is, it really stands out against the backdrop of the world. 
I heard one time also a story that there was an earthquake in the surrounding area and the church bell at Freedom could be heard for miles around. This is our purpose, to call attention, to warn people of the judgment that is to come. We must be different in the world of the world in order to do this. Many churches in our nations have lost their witness. Many Christians themselves have lost their witness because of the life they are living is not in accordance with God's word. Our lives should match up with God's word. Amen? Amen. It should match up with God's word. We are a people who are saved from our sin and are called to obedience to Jesus Christ. And so our lesson for today, after having read the scripture, we are to be a witness for Christ, both our churches and individuals, in such a way that God receives the glory that is due to him. Our God is a God who is glorious. If we were to see him face to face right now, we would not be able to stand before him. His radiance, his majesty, his glory would be so great that we could literally not stand before him. Our purpose is to display God's glory. This not comes from me, but it comes from the scriptures. In Ephesians chapter 1, it says that we exist to be the praise of his glorious grace. In other words, most of us know here that we are saved by God's grace. We are to testify about that so that others will also glorify God. It also says in Ephesians that we are to be to the praise of his glory. This service today should be a service praising God for his miraculous, his amazing grace. You see, we were created in the image of God for this very purpose. Let me say that again. We were created and you exist on this earth today for this purpose and that purpose is to bring glory and honor to God. And unfortunately, we know too well the story of Adam and Eve who sinned against God and we fell from the position that we had with God. We became sinful people. We became rebellious people needing to be reborn again. And that's the message that Jesus came to tell Nicodemus. He said, you must be born again. That is how you receive eternal life. And Nicodemus, he was mystified with this. He was thinking physical. He was thinking, how can I go back into the womb and be born again? And Jesus said, no, you misunderstand. You're a teacher of Israel. You should know this. You should know that those who are born again are born of the water and of the spirit. We must be born of the word of God and we must be born again of the spirit of God. And once we are saved, our purpose, I'll say it once again, is to praise God and his glorious grace through our speech and of course our good works. The world, on the other hand, does not think of God as being glorious. They are in rebellion against him. We see this on the news every day. We see it on our streets every day. I'm not knocking against the protesters, but some of the protesters are going beyond the law, taking the law in their own hands. Sometimes police officers take the law in their own hands, and that is wrong. But the world does not think God is glorious and the main reason they do not think that God is glorious is that we do not with passion 
tell them that he is glorious. This is our purpose. Every day we should be seeking out people to tell, have you seen how great and awesome my God is? And so Jesus tells us here we are to be the salt of the earth. Now salt, if we're going to be salt, we have to know something about salt. We know the kind of salt that we have. We have it comes in a carton, you open the little spout on top and it pours out and it is pure white. But the salt in Jesus' day was not like that. The, Jesus in, in, the salt in Jesus' day was unpurified salt. It had gypsum in it. It had other mi minerals in it. And so it could be used for a while, but then after the salt had been used up, what you had left was a little bit of salt and you also had a little bit of these other minerals. And so how can salt lose its taste? Well, our salt can't really lose its taste, but the, the salt of Jesus' day could lose its taste when it becomes diluted and when it comes polluted with other minerals. And so our lesson from this, of course, is that we, the church, we as, in, as uh, believers in Jesus Christ, individuals, we should not be influenced by the world in such a way that we lose our saltiness. I hope this is becoming clear to you, is that if we take on more and more and more things of the world, we become no different than the world. And we lose our sense of taste, of saltiness, and also salt is a preservative. But if we have lost that saltiness, Jesus, not me, says the only thing we are good for is to throw down and for people to walk over. And so salt can lose its taste. I remember making homemade ice cream. I hope you like homemade ice cream, right? Sounds good about now. Yeah. Homemade ice cream sounds about pretty good right now. But to make homemade ice cream, you have to use rock salt. And some of the rock salt we got was not always pretty, clear, clean but it had sometimes rocks in it. And after you use that rock salt to make ice cream, I would ask my dad, what do we do with this salt and this water and this ice mixture? And he would tell me the only thing we can do is go out to the driveway where we've got gravel and pour it on the salt because it will kill the salt. It will kill, it will kill the weeds. And so we cannot be a church, we cannot be Christians who lose their taste, and you might well ask, you might ask, well, how can a Christian lose their saltiness? How can a Christian lose their saltiness? Well, if we live just like the world, if we blend in just like the rest of the world, then we have lost our saltiness. If our divorce rate is the same as non-Christians, then we have lost some of our saltiness. If we live with our partner rather than marrying them, then we have lost some of our saltiness. We're living just like the rest of the world. If we are observing pornography just like the rest of the world does, we're doing that as Christians, and we have lost our saltiness to the rest of the world. We must be pure. We must have a commitment to not only follow Jesus, but to become holy and pure people ourselves, not as a means of salvation, but as a demonstration to the world that salvation in Jesus Christ really does make a difference. To be the salt of the earth is to preserve
purify and flavor our culture in godly ways. We cannot do that if we look just like the world. We have to be different. Our purpose is to glorify God, but is it also to preserve, purify, flavor our culture in godly ways. And we see our culture now going in a way that we don't like, right? We see it going in a direction that we would rather go back to the way things used to be. Well, I'm not sure, I can't guarantee that it will ever go back the way that it used to be. But I do know that we as Christians can have an influence on the world. As we show acts of kindness and acts of love, acts of self-sacrifice, then people will be drawn to the Savior that we know and accept Him as Savior as well. We are to also not only be salt, but we are to be a light to the world. We are to be a light to the world. In other words, we are to be a witness to Jesus Christ. Our world is dark. Amen? Amen. Our world right now is dark. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. We only see that we are moving further and further and further away from God. And sometimes when you go out in the night sky and it's cloudy outside and uh, you get away from the city lights, you come to a place that is very, very, very dark because there's no light from the stars, the moon, or the sun. It is very dark. That is somewhat what the world is like for us today. Jesus testifies to this. He says, this is a judgment. The light has come into the world. That was himself. And people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. We have to realize that those who are not saved, they dwell. They dwell in darkness. They love their works of evil. And they love the darkness because they can go there to hide their sin and the shame of their sin. Romans 3.10 says, this is true of all people at one time. As it's written, none is righteous, no, not one. All of us at one time were not righteous. None of us have a righteousness of our own. But we who are, believe in Jesus Christ, we now have a righteousness that comes not from us, but it comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. And so Jesus says about that, he says, don't hide the light that is your life in Christ. Let me say that again. Do not hide the light that is your life in Christ. You may be tempted to put it under a bushel, especially in these days, right? In these days, if you let people know you're a Christian, you may have some comments come your way that are not very uplifting. But we can't let that stop us. We can't put our light under a bushel. We have to make sure that it's visible for everyone to see. When I was talking about the night sky, I was talking about a time when it was cloudy and there was no darkness, there was no light at all. There was darkness, but there was no light at all. But when the clouds move away, we begin to see the stars and they shed some light on our world. And then if you go outside and you see the stars and the moon and the moon is full, we have even more light, right? And we see even more things. But think about today with the sun out like it is right now. Think of our lives being like the sun, not the moon and the stars, but the sun burning hotly and, and brightly. And that will make a difference, folks. If we are white hot for Jesus Christ and His glory, it will make a difference. People will take notice and they will 
listen to us when we share the gospel with them. Jesus said about himself, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the Holy Spirit within you, and you have the light of Christ. You have the gospel of Jesus Christ. All he is saying here, here is do not keep the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to yourself. Make sure you give that away. How can salt lose its flavor? We can blend in with the rest of the world. And that is not what we are supposed to do. The sun is almost upon me. So we will be closing shortly, but not before we have a few concluding remarks. First of all, we are not, once again, to blend in with the rest of the world. And I hear all the time this statement, well, we are sinners just like everyone else. And it's kind of, woe is me. I am trapped in my sin. I am just like everyone else who's not saved. I cannot overcome my sin. And we kind of go, woe is me. We are not like other people. We are not sinners just like other people, according to God's word. According to God's word, we are saints. Does that mean we never sin? It does not mean we are never sin, but it means these things. We have confessed our sin. Amen? Amen. We have agreed with God that our actions have been wrong. They have brought shame to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are not sinners just like everyone else. We have confessed our sin. We have repented of our sin. We've not only confessed it to God, but we've told him and ourselves we're going to turn away from that sin and head straight back toward God. And so there's no excuse for a Christian to continue to lie in their sin and say, I can't get out of this when there is always a way of repentance, of turning back to the Lord Jesus Christ. We as Christians, we trust in Christ to do these things. We trust, we trust in Him to bring us to heaven. We trust in Him to conform us to the image of Christ as well. And so, because we do these things, we are forgiven of our sin. Hallelujah. Amen, Amen. right? Hallelujah. Amen. We are forgiven of our sin. And so we still sin from time to time, but we struggle against our sin. We don't wallow in our sin. We struggle against it. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we struggle with everything that we are. And we realize the Bible says that sin is not our master. It will no longer have dominion over us. Amen. If you still have dominion over you in some aspect of your life, then you're not a Christian. If you're not willing to give that over to Christ, then you are not a Christian and you are still under the judgment of God. Amen. Christians hate the sin that is left over in their lives. They don't tolerate it. They hate it and they work with the Holy Spirit in their life to overcome that sin so that they might stand out to this world and be a, a blazing beacon saying, yes, Jesus Christ truly saves. Amen. We must engage the culture in this way. We must no longer be shy about our faith. We must be bold about our faith. 
we must engage the culture, we must be in places where they are, we must be visible, we must shine brightly. Are you intentional about engaging the culture with your faith? Maybe the current situations have you frightened. Maybe you're not prepared. Maybe you've never taken the time to learn how to share the gospel. We are here for that very purpose. Our neighbors, our friends, our community all around us are waiting to see, is Christianity true? Will someone care enough to come over to my house and tell me how I might be saved? You might be someone here today who's never trusted in Christ. Or you may be someone who grew up in the church and you are, are being dominated by sin in your life. Then today is the day of salvation for you. Turn away from your sin. Turn toward Christ. Trust in Him for every sin in your life. And you will begin to make a difference in our culture. That's our invitation to today, is to respond to Christ as Lord and Savior. Let Him be Lord of our life. Father, we thank You so much. We thank You for the words that have been spoken today. We thank You for the Scripture that we have. We thank You for the truth that You saved us from an eternal hell, but You also saved us from sin in this lifetime. Not that we will be perfect, but we were called each day to grow more and more holy in our life. We are to pursue holiness without which no one will see the Lord. And so we pray and ask for your help. We pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to us now and help us to make decisions about the word that has been spoken today, that we might glorify you. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. We're not going to have a typical invitation up here, but if you would like to make a decision for Christ, uh, please raise your hand and signify that you are uh, renewing or dedicating your life to Christ or you have become a Christian. Uh, we need to know about that. We would love to know about that, that we could help you in your Christian walk. And so I will be standing up here and I'll be able to see your hand and I'll be able to get information with you. But let's glorify Jesus Christ today as we sing and as we close. If I hold him, my God, do nothing. Without him, I truly feel. Without him, I would be drifting like a ship without a sail. Jesus, oh Jesus, do you know him today? Do not turn him away, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Without him, how lost I would be. Without him I would be dying without him I'd be enslaved without him life would be hopeless but with Jesus thank God I'm saved 
Jesus, oh Jesus, do you know him today? Do not turn him away, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, without him, how lost I would be.